Welcome to Color Outside the Lines. I'm Krista, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to step out of society's narrative and build a life that is completely aligned to who you are and what you are meant to be doing, and feel safe doing so. Together, we rewrite old programming and create our own stories that guide us toward our most authentic selves. You being you is what the world needs most right now. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Color Outside the Lines. This week, we are going to talk all about how to work with your natural energy flow instead of against your natural energy flow. So as we talked about last week, there's a lot of things and ways that we feel like we are expected to be in society. And this is especially true in the way that we work, right? The way the eight hour workday, 40 hour work week. And for those of you that have started your own business or maybe started your own side hustle, that sort of thing, you kind of started to break out of that narrative and realize that all work doesn't have to be done in a nine to five Monday through Friday kind of setting. And you can work hours that, you know, are outside of those. You can work in different places, that sort of thing. But there's still this kind of innate programming that if we're not working in that cadence and we're not working with that amount of time. So even if you're not working nine to five, maybe you still feel like you have to be available during those times to like answer messages or to check your email. Or even if you're not working nine to five, maybe you feel like you still have to work a 40 hour work week minimum, or you're not doing enough. And so there's still these kind of like underlying beliefs and programming that we have that affects our levels of productivity and causes us to feel like we're really bad at time management management and we don't know how to be productive. We sort of started this conversation last week when we were talking about managing your brain and learning how to think about the ways that your brain works and operates at optimal levels and to implement things in your life and environment that will help your brain to operate at its best. So the example that I gave last week was this podcast and was realizing that in order to continue to show up and be consistent, I needed to have a deadline and I needed to have someone else holding me accountable. And instead of making that a problem with myself and saying like, well, why can't you just do it on your own? Why do you have to be this way? And making that actually like mean something about me, I just said, isn't it interesting that my brain works this way? Let's go ahead and implement those things so that I can be successful. Well, it's the same thing when you're talking about time management. And this is actually what I'm going to talk to you today about is what I used to use when I worked with C-level executives as a virtual assistant. And this is what I would teach them to learn how to stop putting out fires all day long, because that's what C-level executives do a lot is they respond and react when in fact they are actually visionaries who are the ones that are supposed to be leading and guiding the company to the next level, to the next thing. And they spend so much of their time reacting instead of being proactive that a lot of times companies don't see the levels of growth that they possibly could because that C-level executive simply doesn't know how to manage their time based on their own personal energy levels and natural rhythms. So this is another case of learning how to work with how we naturally are instead of working against and trying to mold ourselves to be something else. 
So the first thing we have to look at is what are our beliefs about the way that we work and the way that we should work and what is good work and what is not enough work? What is considered hard work and hustle and all of these things that we value and what is considered laziness? Because a lot of times, whenever we start to have this conversation, this happened to me one time when I was working with a C-level executive and the conversation was basically, if I were to manage my time based on a schedule that worked with my natural rhythms, then that would be lazy because her natural rhythms, she had a lot of dips throughout the day, right? So there was a lot of needed, like an hour and a half of really great work and then needing a, a solid 30, 45 minute break multiple times throughout the day. That's not the way that we typically see people push themselves during a work day. And so she had the belief and the feeling that she would be seen as, and she would consider herself lazy if she were to operate in the way that her natural rhythms and the way that her body naturally operated, if she were to honor that, that would be considered lazy and not enough. She wouldn't be working enough hours. She wouldn't be working hard enough. So we have to start with what are the underlying beliefs? What beliefs do you have about work that make you feel like you have to work in a certain way? So when you think about that, a great example for me is that my grandfather, always taught me that what's that there's like some saying about if you if you've got enough time for leaning there's enough time for cleaning or something like that something catchy like that but really what he would always say is there's always trash to be taken out and what he meant by that was don't ever be idle don't ever stand still. And maybe even, maybe even as far as idle hands are the devil's playthings, right? I come from the South. And so that's a very common saying down here. And so there's this kind of ingrained idea that you have to work hard all the time. Like there's not enough time to rest or relax or take a break. And some of that comes from you know, my grandfather was raised on a farm and that was a different life, a different kind of work. And they had to get up at 5 a.m. and feed all the animals and do the chores before they walked to school, et cetera, et cetera, right? It was a different time. It was a different life and it was a different way of living. And so there's a lot of beliefs that come out of that, that have been taught to later generations, that those generations are taking that on when that's not the way that we live anymore necessarily, unless you live on a farm, in which case get up at 5 a.m. and do your chores, right? And you're probably very happy doing that. I know some people that live on a farm and are totally happy with that way of life, but it's more of a choice now than it was back then, right? Back then, it was a necessity to live that way. But now we have more options. We can think about how do I really want my day to run? And not only that, but if I start to pay attention to my natural rhythms, am I going to be able to be more productive throughout my day? So in the past, we have been told that the harder you work, the more reward you get. Now, what we're learning is that you can actually take more breaks, rest more, 
and get the same amount or more work done. This was actually a really big learning during the pandemic because people had to work from home. And there was this fear. I mean, I used to hear it all the time because I've worked remotely since 2013. So for the past 10 years, and I used to hear employers say all the time, we can't go remote because people will be less productive, right? They need to come into the office. We need to be watching them. They need to have a focused place to work. And for some people, that is true. Some people worked from home and they hated it, right? But what they found was that people were not actually less productive. They were more productive. And so many employers now are allowing people to choose if they want to work from home or if they want to work out of the office. And they're finding either the same levels of productivity or more productivity because those people are honoring the way that their natural rhythms work and the way that their brains work in a work day. And because they are doing that and they're not pushing themselves to fit into somebody else's mold, isn't that such a theme for this podcast? And since they're not pushing themselves to fit into somebody else's mold, they are able to increase their productivity levels. Okay. So is that something that you feel like you want? Would you like to increase your productivity levels, manage your time better, procrastinate less. These are things that people come to me with all the time. Please help me manage my time better. Please help me procrastinate less. Please help me. I can't figure out why I'm doing this. I can't figure out how to be more productive. This is a thing that we are constantly striving for. And really what we're saying is, I want to be more productive, but I also don't want to feel tired all the time. I don't want to push myself so hard and feel like I'm just exhausted and I'm just giving everything. And then I have nothing left at the end of the day to go home and give my family because that's, that is the level that we're at right now. A lot of people are at where we're hitting levels of burnout and we're hitting burnout because we aren't managing our time and our productivity based on who we actually are, we're managing it based on, well, truly we're managing it based on a factory workers schedule during the industrial revolution, because that is where the eight hour workday comes from. So let's talk about what you can do and how you can achieve this. Okay. So this is going to be a really similar conversation, as I said last week to learning how to manage your brain. So the very first thing I want you to do is I want you to start paying attention to your own energy levels. We're not going to make any judgments about this. Remember, we're not going to say, I wish I didn't have it this way, or I wish I was a different way, or I'm so lazy, or I could do this better. We are looking at this as scientists. We are simply observing. And that is what I want you to start doing for yourself this week. Just like we did last week, when we started to observe your brain, I want you to start to observe your energy levels throughout the week and your natural rhythms. And you're going to do this two ways. You're going to do it daily and you're going to do it for the week. So it may take a couple of weeks. You may have to do this over a period of a couple of weeks. And I totally recommend doing that. Do it as long as it takes for you to start to notice the patterns. It'll be totally worth it for you. So the first thing you want to do is you want to start to notice what is your daily rhythm. Okay. When you wake up in the morning, is that when you have the most energy or is there a time in the morning when you hit an energy level that you're like, Oh man, I'm ready to go. I have so much energy right now. So maybe you wake up at seven and by 10 o'clock you're ready to go. All the creative ideas are coming. You could work for hours. And then when do the dips happen? So if that's your high, if that's your like, yes, I'm ready to go. When do you feel like a big dip happen? So is it like you can work from 10 to one and then all of a sudden you're like, that's it. I'm out. 
and you feel that really big dip and you start to feel low energy and you start to feel tired and things start to get harder and you feel like you're kind of walking through quicksand kind of thing. And then do you hit another energy level later in the day? So maybe you hit it again at 6 p.m. or at 8 p.m. or something like that. I usually get really ready to just clean the whole house at about 9.30 p.m. every night, (laughs) which is really inconvenient. And so I shouldn't say that. That's a negative way of saying it, right? There was just judging that. It's really inconvenient. It's inconvenient to my current life situation, but it may not be inconvenient to yours. You might be able to say, oh, cool, I'm just going to clean the house at 930 every night. That's no big deal, right? So that's what we're after here is we're starting to try to notice on a daily basis, when are the high energy moments and when are the low energy moments? Then we're going to do it throughout the week, okay? So do it for the day and then I want you to do it throughout the week. So like when are your days where you feel like you have the most high energy for the most amount of the day. So you're going to start to see a pattern throughout your day and it's going to, you know, be like a little graph where it's like the highs and the lows and you'll see these little dips and, you know, it should look like a little mountain range, right? And then you're going to be able to see that for your week as well. And so basically what you want to do is you want to start to pay attention. Like, okay, when I start out on Mondays for me, Mondays after the weekend, I'm like, let's do this thing. I'm ready. I've got lots of ideas. I'm pumped. I'm sitting right here. It's a Monday right now. I'm recording this podcast. (laughs) I'm ready on Mondays. And so then Tuesdays are also still pretty high energy for me. Like I still feel pretty excited on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, they're not low energy in the sense of that I feel like I can't do anything, but they are more days where I feel like I need to do reflective work. I need to maybe even like a little bit of a deeper work kind of days, but they're not high creativity days. I don't have a lot of ideas. It's more like reviewing the business and seeing where I could eliminate things or where things could be better and operate better. Or it's like reviewing client files over the last week and, you know, things like that feel more like the energy for Wednesdays. And then, you know, Thursdays, I have another pretty big energy spike. And then Fridays, I'm out. Fridays can only be admin days for me because I'm just, they're just not high energy. I can't get myself there. I want to sit and drink a cup of coffee and that's all I want to do all day. Right. So I've started to pay attention to that. And what I want you to do, which is what I have done is I've started to schedule things based on my energy levels and what they are throughout the day. So this is step two. Step one is just observe, simply observe, write it down, start making your little charts and start to figure out when are my highest energy days? When are my lowest energy days? When are my highest energy hours? When are my lowest energy hours? And then the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to write down everything that you have to do in a week. Okay. Now you're not going to be able to comprehensively get every little thing but I want you to start thinking in terms of categories. So for example, like I said, all my admin work gets done on Friday. So this is like, even in my personal life, right? This is paying bills, responding to any emails, checking my calendar for the next week and all those kind of things that just don't take a lot of deep thought. So I want you to start listing out everything that you have to do in a week. Okay. You might have client calls. You might have to do certain kinds of client work. You might, and even if you are working in a full-time job, you can do this as well. You're going to have different categories of things that you have to do within that job. And I want you to start to put them into 
different categories that make sense to you. And then I want you to label them as high energy. Like this takes a lot of energy and I want you to label them as low energy. So high energy and low energy. So for me, admin tasks are low energy because I don't want to spend my high energy times on admin tasks. To me, that would be a waste of my high energy to spend it on something that I don't need the high energy for. Whereas something like recording a podcast or doing any kind of creative work, coaching, those things are my high energy tasks, right? Those are the things that I need to be on for. I need to be available. I need to be showing up. I need to be excited, right? All of those things. I don't want to be feeling like I'm dragging in the middle of a coaching session or feeling like, oh, I have to record another podcast episode. I never feel that way about the podcast. I always get excited about it as you well know. And so I want you to just start thinking about exactly those things where it's like, okay, what are my high energy things? What are my low energy things? Then I want you to look at your daily schedule and your weekly schedule. And I want you to time block based on your personal schedule. And I want you to schedule breaks in when you have those really big dips. Okay. Because here's why. If you schedule breaks into those dips, so whenever you have a really big dip and you get really into that low energy space, schedule yourself a break in there. If you schedule yourself a break, you're going to bounce back into that high energy a lot easier and faster. And you're going to start to notice that it's going to be easier to manage those different levels of time, the low energy and the high energy, because you are honoring yourself, realizing maybe the reason I'm going into low energy here is because I just need a break. And then you can bounce right back into that high energy. So your first assignment is to start observing what your energy levels are throughout the week and throughout your day. Your second piece is to write down everything that you have to get done into a week and put it into categories and then label those categories, either high energy or low energy. And then to look at your daily schedule and your weekly schedule and to schedule things based on high energy and low energy tasks. I want you to try this. And the reason why this is going to make such a huge difference for you is because you are honoring the way that your body naturally works. And you're going to find that if you honor that natural flow, you are going to be able to get into a flow state so much faster and easier. And you are going to be able to complete things like admin tasks and low energy tasks so much easier as well, because you are not putting them in the wrong place. You're not using all your high energy for low energy tasks. You're not trying to do high energy things during low energy times. And you're not going to feel that level of frustration that we often feel when we do typical time management. I know you're familiar with all these different ways to manage your schedule. This is taking it to the next level. This is taking it to a level that helps you to work with yourself instead of making you fit into somebody else's mold of how you should work. And what you're going to see is you're going to see that time management becomes so much easier and that you're going to have increased levels of productivity throughout the week, meaning you're going to have to work less and get more done. How amazing does that sound? 
give it a shot, start observing yourself. And I would love to hear about how it goes for you. Send me a message on Instagram at mindset coach Krista, and let's talk about what your week looks like and what your energy levels look like. And if you have any questions as you're going through it, I'm happy to chat through those with you. If you would like a higher level of support on this, and you would like me to sit with you and work this out and create a schedule for you. I would absolutely love to help you with that. So I will put a link below where you can schedule a consultation and we can talk through what that would look like. Thank you so much for being here with me. If you loved this episode and you want to continue on this journey with us, please hit the subscribe button. And until next time, this has been Krista reminding you that you are so powerful and you have permission to color outside the lines.